Hello, hello, hello. I'm so excited for this week's episode. We have our very first special guest, but before we introduce her, as you guys know, I am one of your FWBs, booked with Emily or just M. And I am your other FWB, read reviews by Jess or just Jess. And yes, like Emily said, we're so damn excited right now. Um, When Emily and I first launched this podcast, we literally said to each other, we do, we wanted to have guests. And we literally said, who is our first guest going to be? And we both immediately went to this person because she is hysterical on Bookstagram. She cracks us up um, and she's just a vibe. So without further ado, um, this week's episode, we have the lovely at Booked by Nick on Bookstagram. Welcome, Nick. Hello, it is me. (laughs) I am the third friend with benefits. Oh no, friend with book. Goodness, I said friend with benefits. benefits, Whatever you want to do. That's all I was thinking about. But yes, it's me. I'm Nicole. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, we are so excited to have you. We we have been so excited. That is so true. We're not even lying. We were like, okay, like, who would vibe with us? Like, who do we want to have on there that just will be so easygoing? And, like, just based off of, like, Bookstagram and stuff. And we both were like, it, it has to be Nick. Like, it has to be. <laughs> not so because so we all trauma dump on Instagram or anything. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, when I saw you guys hanging out, I already told you guys, you guys should do a thing. You guys should do, like, a whole podcast. You guys are a toy. But, yes, my dream has come true. And now I'm here. The manifestation works. I love that. Now yeah. you're our third FWB. It's official. It's so official. It's official. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, Nick, do you want to give us a little intro? So, I mean, just start off by like who you are. Do you actually like to be called Nick? I know that's your handle or do you go yeah. Nicole? <laughs> Nick is good for me. <laughs> no, I think Nick is good. We've already been called friends with benefits. So I think we're on Nick level. Um, the only person who calls me Nicole is my mom when I'm in trouble. So I think Nick is great. Uh, but yeah, I started Bookstagram in December last year. So almost a year, um, mostly because I was just tired of dumping my books on friends who are not interested. Dude. Like it's the worst when you have friends worst. who don't read. All of my exactly. friends, I have like a core group of friends, seven girls, none of them read. None of them. I do understand. I mean, I, I'm just like, and, what do you do in your spare time? <laughs> like, and they have the audacity to not be interested in the books that we read, even <laughs> though they're exactly the same. <laughs> the same 10,000 books and you're not it's interested. So it's offensive. Precisely. <laughs> Which is why I started it to just dump all my thoughts on Bookstagram. And that's how it all started. And yeah, I mean, I didn't know anything about Bookstagram before I joined. Um, but it became such a great community. Like you two, you know, I think Aww. I started this really early on and it's just fun chatting here and there. So that's how we've come to this place. Yeah, I love that. I totally agree. (laughs) I think it's like, until you join it, you don't know what it's about. Like I randomly, well, because of COVID and just being at home, I started reading again so much and literally the same thing. My husband didn't want to hear about it. My family didn't want to hear about (laughs) it. My friends didn't want to hear about it. And I'm like, I just need to have like, I don't know, a community. And so I randomly joined and it's been the best, like, not only to talk about books, but meet people, you know, like, just totally. now, like, my best friend, I met her through the freaking internet, like, talk about stranger danger, right? But I know. 
It's so I think fun. Instagram has eliminated all versions of Stranger Danger. Yeah. If anyone's like, hop on a flight, come to New York, I'm like, yeah, tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. My, my flight will be a million hours, but I'll be there. I will I don't know be there. A flight like this um, from Singapore to New York, but I think it doesn't I'll matter, be. but I will be there. <laughs> She's like, whatever. Cancel my doctor plans. <laughs> that oh is my so gosh. Awesome. Well, we have, yeah, we have some questions for you just to kick us off. We usually do like a little like icebreaker or quiz or something like that. So you right. are our icebreaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm ready. So um, you kind of, <laughs> I didn't see the questions that Emily put on here. No. But- um, so you answered the first two, and the next question is, why do you love us? Someone's <laughs> getting therapy this week. Yeah, why do you love us? Tell us. The answer will really, like, it'll pave the way for how this podcast goes, so. Okay, so. <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> She literally asked us if she but needed to prepare. Down, we're like, no. <laughs> like a speed dating question. It's like, why do you love us? Why? Like, it's not going to, you're never going to be invited again, but why? <laughs> so, so we think, okay, well, honestly, I think you guys covered it. I think we just vibe really well. Um, before I even knew that you two hung out, I think separately we had our own conversations. And it was always yeah. filled with like, did you see this book? Did you like this book? And yeah. <laughs> And even when we had differing opinions, it was still really trashy and fun to talk about. And it was never personal. Uh, also, I just feel like we would just have a good sleepover wine party, wine mom night. Yeah. So should. that was the vibe that I was getting. And is that a good enough answer? Yeah, do I, perfect. Do I get to continue on the podcast today? Yeah. Wait, I no, I have a, a better answer. I have a sincere answer, though. But I also think that you two are like, a good representation of what the Bookstagram community is, which is Aww. that it's just really good, fun-natured people, and it's really welcoming. Because I was super yeah. new, and you guys were so cute, right? I would see your following, and I would be so intimidated. I'm like, oh, my gosh, so many people. <laughs> that's a lot of people. <laughs> oh my but gosh, you guys were so, so sweet. sweet. And I think that's what Bookstagram really is about, which is like the huge sisterhood and you guys really kind of embody the whole thing. So, yeah. Oh, my God. That's what I love about yeah, you, too. you can stay oh gosh, on the podcast. Right? You're you welcome for putting that question on here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think one of the first conversations we had, Nick, was when I slid into your DMs because you were reading the monster <laughs> oh book God. Katie Robert. And yeah. you just sent me screenshot after screenshot <laughs> Yeah, so and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I didn't know anything about Jeff, but I was just sending her screenshots of like, "This lizard has two dongs." <laughs> He's putting on his dong. <laughs> like, here you I go. Like, I love her. Yes, immediately. Yes, I literally think Jess showed me this conversation like between you guys, and I was like, "She's so cool, right?" <laughs> Like, look at her talking about this lizard dick. Like, perfect person to join this little community. Yeah. No, I think. That's oh great. my god! Literally, that's perfect. Okay, um, do you want to take the next question? Yes. Our next question. This this might actually be a harder question to answer. Oh but gosh. So okay. far, what is your favorite book that you've read this year? 
I know. Oh, gosh. I, know. I feel like every book lover hates that question, so I don't know why we just did that. You could give us, like, top three. Yeah. First one that comes to your mind. You don't even have to tell us why. Just You don't even have to like it, actually. <laughs> you can lie. <laughs> Name a book. Quick. <laughs> okay. I really enjoy the lies, so I'm going to go with that one. Um, Archer's voice was good for me. And the third one, gosh, I'm going to go with okay, – I recently read Conversations on Love. Um, which is a nonfiction. So I'm just going to put that in there so people don't think that all I read is monster smut. But that was a good one, too. So out of the three, one does not belong. But I think when I do think of you, I think of the Twisted series. And I think because, like, we've had a lot of conversations on right. that series and your posts. I think that's one of the, my favorite things about is your posts are so funny. Like, your reviews. And they're usually – Jess Thank and I were talking you. about this, actually, too. I think that we have the same taste in books. Like, we usually like and dislike the same books and have, like, the right. same opinions. Where your opinion differs a little more with, like, Jess. Like, Archer's voice. Not her jam. Which is, like, totally cool. Like, I think that's, that's so interesting. If you guys have the same opinion, I have differing opinions from Emily too. So right. it makes sense. It makes total no, sense. No, but that's what I like. But also I feel like as we continue reading, I would think in hindsight, like, did I actually like that book? Was I gaslit to like it? I don't know. <laughs> but am I going to reread yeah. it again? Nah, probably not. But no. No. Oh, that's a good question. That do is. you reread books? I do reread parts that I like um, okay. again. Or if really, I'm like, I really, really like that book. Like, was yeah. it really a five-star read? I would read parts again and be like, I forgot. I forgot that. Okay, spoiler for Twisted Hate, I think. Um, but when Josh was like, I lied. I don't know. Do you remember when Josh was like, I lied? That was at the conclusion-y part where no, he was. What did he lie about? I'm drawing a blank. He, well, I think that was when he found out that Joel lied to him and then he had this hate sex thing. Yes. And oh he was God, like, I, I lied. Part. I exactly. Part. So initially I was like, I could get over it. But then three months later, I was just literally at work, right? <laughs> and I was listening to a patient talk and I was kind of like, do I forgive him though? <laughs> she was just talking to me and I was just like, huh. I think it's okay right now. Actually, <laughs> I don't think so. So right after the patient left, I went on Goodreads and I was like, actually, no. This is a read. <laughs> yeah. For those of you that don't know, Nick is a doctor. Like, how cool is that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. If you guys are ever intimidated to go to the doctors, you can be comforted knowing that they too might read Monstrous Mutt. <laughs> I comfort you in any way. It's us, honestly. It's enjoying a little smutty lizard action. I need to read this book, honestly. Do you really, though? I don't, do yeah, I? Yes like or it? no? I, I don't know. I mean, I I was there like, oh, I hated it. Why would anyone like it? But that's all I seem to talk about, so... Yeah, maybe you did. You're in, like, denial, maybe. Like, you just need to... Ex- it's okay. I also read the second book of the series. Like, I just finished the Kraken one. For those of you that don't know, we're talking about The Dragon's Bride by Katie Robert. You um, can't miss right? it at a bookstore, honestly. I honestly, when I saw the cover of this book, I was like, this book is, like, retro. This is from, like, the 1800s. It's and then you started sending me, and I was like, yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> this is from last year, actually. <laughs> okay um 
I don't know if this is our last question. We might like come up with more on the fly, but this I is our last will. written down question. <laughs> okay. Um, what can people expect from your bookstagram? I guess to elaborate, like if you could, if someone thinks of your books, so like, what do you want someone to think? Like, what do you want them to like take away from your bookstagram? Okay. I don't have a serious answer for this because I think my bookstagram <laughs> is really where I, the book equivalent of what a trauma dumping is, is what I do on my bookstagram. <laughs> So I can read my reviews again because I just don't want to relive that moment. <laughs> um, but it's somewhere, I guess, where I want people to either have strong opinions, similar or dissimilar, about the books that we read together. But also that, you know, it's a very respectful page. Like, I think it's separate. The views of how you feel about a book or a plot or characters are completely separate from how much effort the author put in to write the book. So... That's something like we should never hate on authors and the effort put into yeah. writing, but we can probably hate on the characters though. I mean, I have no qualms <laughs> about oh hating God. on the characters. So yeah, I just want it to be a fun place. I think I would also describe your bookstagram. This wasn't a question, but if you want to check out Nick's bookstagram, you can expect um, a lot of good smutty books and honest reviews. I feel like you never lie about what your feelings are for a book, which is, I feel like, n- not that I lie about it, but if I don't like a book, I just won't post about it because like Emily, I feel bad. Um, But I feel like you do a really good job of being honest about your thoughts. But like you said, like not hating on the author yeah. or anything like that. Very respectful. Um. Yeah, and also just like fucking funny, like your stories (laughs) crack me up. Like everything you post is just like so funny. So, and what are your three? My three what? They have to be your three words to describe Nick's account. Were we using three words? Because none of us use three words. (laughs) Three what, Jess? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know where the three came from, but you do it now. Your turn. Okay. Um, my. Three words slash sentences would be that you are very authentic. Like, I always know I'm going to get a very genuine review. Um, Like Jess said, I hate to keep saying it, but I also love to keep saying it because I need people to believe that you are so funny. Like, every time you review, like, you really are, or your stories are, like, sometimes when we're having a conversation, you'll send me something, and I'm like, okay, like, think how to be funny back. Like, Like, literally, I'm like, I'm stressed. Like, oh, my God. Um, And I think... Like a little hinge conversation. No, literally. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm online dating you, and this is the first time we're meeting. I'm sweating a bit. I'm like, why did I wear this, like, so much shirt? You want Um, me to step out, Em? I think I might. I'm getting hot. Um, And I think the third thing is that you're just very easy to talk to, truly. Like, I always feel comfortable sliding up on your stories or just, like, sliding into your inbox. Like, I I never feel – I do feel a little pressured to be funny, but I never feel like you're going to, like, like judge me or, like, what I I say. Like, leave me, like, unopened for weeks. I would never. Jess used to do that. I did used to do that. No, but that was so sweet. Thank you, guys. If you couldn't tell, check out Nick's bookstagram because she's the best and we're obsessed with her thank you um any other questions emily oh i actually have a question what is your favorite genre like i know we joke and you read monsters no really (laughs) like but what else do you like to read i mean i think it's pretty obvious that only read romance i try to read a thriller or two um just to spice things up don't like it I always root for the 
vice captor and the victim <laughs> to be together. I just feel like it just fuels my Stockholm syndrome. Not for me. Um, so it's yeah, I exclusively, <laughs> I exclusively read romance. Um, but I think specifically, I like contemporary romance. I've been trying a little bit with closed door romances. It's hard. You know, it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard. I don't know. It's kind of how I feel about reading YA now. Like, it's been a while since I've been in high school. It's been a while since I cared about prom. <laughs> I barely cared about prom 10 years ago, much <laughs> less now. So I'm going to go straight to contemporary romance. That's pretty much what we're all here for. Yeah, yeah I, think I agree. We're the same. Wouldn't you say? Like, I, I, so I am a mood reader and I really try and read too, like, books based on seasons. If you haven't been able to tell on my bookstagram, like, I am so far into holiday books and, like, very, like, Christmassy and, and everything like that. So naturally, during, like, spooky season or Halloween, I try really hard to read thrillers and I do enjoy them. So it's not to say I don't enjoy them, but I'm always looking for a romance plot somewhere. I'm like, exactly. he killed her. He yeah. must love her. <laughs> so I. I feel like he only killed her out of passion. Yes, it was yeah. a passion crime. So I'm I'm the same way. I don't read really young adult. I couldn't even watch the summer I turned pretty, to be honest with you. It's just I couldn't yeah, get into no. it. Um so I think, yeah, contemporary fiction, um, romance. I don't I don't need smut, but I definitely do. Emily, this was not a question for you. Like some steam. She's just going to shut me up the whole time. This is what I do. I just talk a lot. Nick doesn't know know. me, Jess. You know me. Nick doesn't. That's true. Nick follows you. She listens to the podcast. I'm just kidding. I listen to the podcast. It is all love. We are at 20 minutes, though. Maybe we should talk about the book and I shut the fuck up. We should probably start. (laughs) Nick's got to go to work after this. Yeah, Jesus. I'm excited oh, to start the book. <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess before we don't jump into the book, I read this book a couple weeks ago, so I probably won't remember any part of it. So we'll definitely rely on both of you because I think Emily finished it today. And I think Nick, if I finished it last night. Okay. Yeah. So it's pretty fresh. Yeah. Pretty, pretty fresh. fresh. If so, I'm going to say fresh. it's pretty fresh for me as well. Um. <laughs> Did you finish? Are we all sighing about the same reason? No, I was, I think, like 30% in today. um, And I started reading. So I read a big chunk of it today. And we'll get into the book. But yeah, I I read the majority of it today. So it's, it's fresh up there. I'm excited to see what everybody thinks. For everybody that is listening, we have none of us have talked about our thoughts on the book. So um, we don't know if each other liked it or hated it or what. But I think we get dive in yeah i think before we start talking about um if we liked it or not just a quick little overview of the book we are talking about a merry little meet cute by julie murphy and sierra simone it is um like a holiday romance romance but it definitely has some holiday vibes to it um it's dual point of view so you get the female and the male um character's point of view it's 
quite long. It's 412 pages, which I think is a bit thick for a romance. And then on Goodreads, it has a 3.67 rating out of almost 5.5 thousand reviews. So I would say an, a subpar rating as of right now. Um, yeah, some quick, quick facts for you. Quick facts. And... That would leave me with the summary of the book, and I feel like I'm probably not the best person to talk about that. I think Nick. We'll pass it to Nick. This is okay. a quick summary, a little spiel. A quick – wait, wait. Is this a, is this a spoiler-free zone? It can't be a spoiler-free no. zone. Okay. So uh, how to summarize it? So an, I would say an amateur porn actress is cast in a wholesome Hallmark movie with a washed-up boy band there. Um, and they both need to be celibate for some reason. But spoiler, <laughs> they're not. So pretty much it. That really But if off. you guys have seen the cover of the book, it is so cute. It is so frilly. It's not what you expected. It's kind of like, you know, you kind of expect to drink a hot chocolate. And surprise, it's not. It's eggnog with tequila. It is intense. So that's pretty much how I'm going to sum up the whole summary of the book. I think that's a perfect yeah, summary. Is. I'm going to quote that when I write the caption for this because <laughs> that was that was perfect. Um, yeah, that jo- that jogged my memory too. Oh, great! Great. Okay, now I'm we're ready. we're ready to talk about the book. I guess first question, <laughs> Nick, did you like it? Like overall thoughts on it, kind of just to start us off. Okay, so uh, when I checked the Goodreads, it was about four point four. So that was like Ooh. a few days oh, ago. Wow. Like oh. So it could be my review that plummeted <laughs> it. But <laughs> oh shit! Tell us how you feel. No, so I think it's also because I was just—I kind of knew what I was getting into only because Sierra Simone wrote Priest. And if you guys didn't read Priest, it was just—it was a wild ride. So I knew it was going to be a little spicy, but I generally did not vibe with this book. I like the scene. I like the setting, but overall, I just didn't vibe with it at all. Like, even if I just focused on it as a smut, wasn't vibing. I don't know. What do you guys? I think that's a that's perfect. I felt like okay. I have several comments. I felt <laughs> mediocre about it. Like, I felt fine. Like, it was eh, I don't it was know. fine. Like yeah. maybe yeah. on the on the side of like I didn't love it, um, but definitely fine. I think. It nothing like when I was looking back on it, I was like, nothing actually happened. Like they're just like wanting to have sex but not having sex, and they have a suitcase full of dildos, but they're not using them. So I don't understand what is happening. Yeah. And I feel like Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I feel like a lot happened, but also nothing actually nothing happened. happened. Yeah. Yeah. I think that so just just because we you read this before I did, and that's kind of like that's really what you said. Like you liked it, and then two days later you were like, I actually don't know. And I was like, let's not talk about it anymore, just because you know, like we were talking about it on the pod. But I feel like as I was reading it, I took what like nothing was happening. I was bored. I, I honestly was yeah, just bored. Exactly. Like, I really don't don't like the characters. Like I wasn't connected to them in any sort of way. I thought he was so bland. He literally had one of his like hits from the '90s as his ringtone. Like what? that was so what? cringe. Who, that was so cringe. Who does that? So I guess like I read it. 
you know, and that says a lot for a 412 page book. Like I didn't give up on it, (laughs) but I found myself wanting it to end. Like I just wanted to like it to be over with. And then like even the end was just so lackluster. I'm like, I just read 400 pages and like they're just at a barbecue hanging out. Like, I don't know. I just, I agree. I didn't like it. I mean, I thought it was 200 pages too long. Yeah. It started off like the premise was so interesting. I thought it was a cute premise. For anything, like maybe just like a cute little Philly, you know, sexy romance. But it was just so long. And what Jess said, there was like a whole suitcase of dildos and butt plugs. And I had to Google what a bed wobble was. <laughs> what is it? Only for it to never. <laughs> so, okay. Essentially, uh, it's like two little balls, like with a little string in between. And I was like, what orifices do these yeah. go into? And I thought I would be educated in this book. I was not because for a book with a porn star and a guy who had circus sex or something seemed pretty vanilla. I fully agree. Totally agree. Yeah. So I was a little confused. I like these two are just in their Bridgerton outfit. (laughs) I don't know, going at it, but it just felt really bland. Totally. It's because it was. Yeah. I loved the Hallmark movie aspect of it. I am a big Hallmark movie girl. I love a good Hallmark movie. I love a good Lifetime movie, especially for the holidays. And I was really excited about that aspect. But I feel like even that, it was just like bland as well. Like you got, you didn't get enough of it. And what you did get was just like, okay. So I feel like it was just, everything was kind of like half done for me. And when I read this, I binged it in one day because I really did like the beginning. Like I was definitely intrigued by maybe like the first 10, 15, 20%. But then I kept flipping the pages, flipping the pages, waiting for something to happen and nothing's happening. Also, how did you guys feel about the actual, so the movie that they were filming, right? And I like the aspect we just said about the Hallmark movie, but even the Hallmark movie sounded kind of (laughs) dull. Like, I would not watch that on Hallmark. You know what? I think that's where everything... I was confused. The circus sex I was confused about. I was confused about the movie they were filming. Like, they were... I know they were in a time warp, I think. Like, they went back in time and then back to the present. So, I think you're totally right. Like, everything was just half done. Like, like, you were like, here's, like, the bottom and the top. And everything was just, like, surface level the whole time. Like, even from the name. I have a qualm with the name. There was no meat cute. Where, where was the meat cute exactly? There was I one. was waiting for the meat cute, but it was the just... The meat cute is that he is paying for her OnlyFans page, and then he sees her on the bridge, and he's like, damn, I just jerked off to you. <laughs> yes. That's so cute. <laughs> Adorable. That bugs me so much. While we're on the topic, I think something that was really fresh in my mind, because I just read it last night, I felt that the sexy talk during the spicy scenes were so cringe. I could not get into it. Give us an example, because I don't remember. Okay, so there was one. Okay. He goes, I love you in the dark. I love you in the light. I love you everywhere. I love you loud enough for the world to hear. Which just sounds like a Dr. Seuss poem to me. That's poetry. Amateur poetry. (laughs) Is this actually Dr. Seuss? No. And he (laughs) turned his face down to me, nuzzling his nose. I love you so much that when you're not near me, I feel like I'm missing an actual organ. And she goes, that sounds like a medical emergency. (laughs) I think the only thing, (laughs) I think the only thing that might save me now is the boob defibrillator 
And I was like a boob defibrillator. I think I must have skipped over this because like I do not remember cringing at this. It was so strange. And then they ended up with doctor. I think we're losing. And then I don't know what was happening. I guess they had sex after that. But were they role playing? I was reading this whole thing in a Dr. Seuss voice. So it was <laughs> so cringy. That I I don't understand. I don't remember yeah. that part. I really don't. But I'm glad I must have skipped over that. There were a lot of cringy parts, I think. I, what I kept thinking about over and over again was like, is his penis okay? Like he has to be rubbed raw. Like he oh could God. not have like jacked himself off anymore. Like truly, like so. He had the gingerbread lotion. And okay. Oh my gosh. You on Goodreads and someone said that they mentioned the gingerbread lotion 14 times throughout this <gasps> book. Someone was like, call Bath and Body Works up because they're going to have an influx <laughs> in their like gingerbread <laughs> lotion. So oh, yeah, I mean, if I hear the term gingerbread lotion one more time, it'll be too soon. It is every single scene. It was like I stared at the gingerbread lotion. I need the gingerbread lotion. Like, what is going on? Like no, I agree. Yeah, I feel like I I didn't read Priest, but I have heard from several people that it's like one of the steamiest books they've ever read. Which, of course, is subjective, but from like seeing Sierra Simone's name, I was expecting so much more. And then I just feel like it was like not anything. Like some of the time, like I feel like they had missionary sex a ton, which I, that's fine. Totally okay. And then like it wasn't, I don't know. It just wasn't, it wasn't it. It wasn't hidden. We wasn't weren't vibing, as Nick said. <laughs> like wasn't vibing with Yeah, we're not And vibing. also too, for like a guy who has circus sucks and is apparently he's this bad boy and then a porn star like they're just rolling off the bed like he just fucked her yeah. right off the bed like what does that happen i like- also was confused about that because they didn't explain how like i was like how are you guys on the floor now i did what happened exactly so i felt like it was open door to an extent and then it was closed door it was like yeah we tried all these positions yes and I'm like, where where did you try these positions yeah. when like and suddenly they're back on call set and their little attire and riding horses. <laughs> yeah, I wait the thought, horse's like, name though. <laughs> they were Whitney Houston. Whitney- <laughs> I feel like this would okay if I wrote this book. Here's what I would have done, right? So she's on OnlyFans, which I think they call it. They call it closed, closed door. door in the closed door. Yeah, closed yeah. door in the book, which is like an OnlyFans fictional OnlyFans and. I feel like they could have done so much more with that. Like she could have done like a masturbation scene. She they she could have brought mm-hmm. him onto her OnlyFans and they could have done something. Like mm, I just feel like yeah. it was the spice was so minimal for her being a porn star, having an OnlyFans, him being like a reformed sex addict, them being surrounded by porn stars with suitcases full of dildos and butt plugs and vibrators galore. Like it was just so mild. Yeah. I agree. It is, yeah. I've never read anything by Sierra Simone. I actually don't even know what Priest is about, but I, I've heard the same thing. Like it's, it's about a literal priest. But is it like... Yeah, pre- so he's a 26... No, he's a 26-year-old priest. And, like, the scene that kind of sticks to me is that in one scene, he uses anointing oil for anal. We talked on about a this. All Nick, we talked about this. I remember... We did talk yes. about it, so... With that in mind, <laughs> fuck, I, didn't know, I know, yeah, and uh, so 
I had to Google terms, right? Like, what is an anointing oil used for? (laughs) Because he wasn't doing that on a church floor. So that was what I had to compare with. And suddenly you're giving me this boy band person who's jacking off with Christmas lotion. It's kind of like, okay, yeah, what's going on? I will say we did get the church sex in this book too did we did i skip over that part it was at the end it was like the last sex scene when she's in her wedding dress for the movie oh yes yeah he's like yeah 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 i think i honestly got to the end and blacked out because like yeah (laughs) what you guys are saying i'm like did that happen am i confused it felt like a fever dream a little (laughs) yeah (laughs) i don't know wait so did you like priest this is unrelated did you like it um Okay, I actually thought it was a bit too intense for me. Okay. It felt a bit too intense for me. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. And then you go to this, like you said. Like, I want to read it, but I'm also like, that turned me off. It's definitely not for the plot. So you are going into it for the steam, but I felt the steam was a little intense. Yeah. But that's just me. And here I am complaining about this vanilla one, but (laughs) this one really was vanilla because I felt like what Justin, everything was there for you. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of potential that they didn't deliver on, I think. And I think that this, I don't know how you guys feel about it, but I think A Merry Little Meet Cute is like the holiday book of this season. I feel like out of every kind of Christmas book that's out there, any like holiday read, this is probably the most talked about. And I think for two reasons, like you said, the cover is so, so cute. Like, right, you have, it, it, it draws you and it's pink and it's flirty and it's fun. But then you see... Sierra Simone's name attached to it so you were probably thinking like you're gonna get so much steam and like smut from it and so I think it's gonna be like a letdown for a lot of people and when I was scrolling through Goodreads that's kind of like the general consensus where they just thought they were gonna get so much more than what was delivered and based on what we're saying I think that's kind of how we all feel too a little bit. Well, I feel like there's the other side of the spectrum, right, where it's people who aren't familiar with Sierra Simone or aren't, like, going into this with expectations and they just see the cute cover in the first page they're talking about dildos. I've seen a few people on Instagram who don't read steamy books or smut and they've been like, oh, my God, I was not expecting that. (laughs) So it's like, I think we talked about it in our uh, Dirty Filthy Smut episode where, like, like, you're perspective of steam is on a sliding scale and it's subjective mm-hmm. to the person so i think some people the sluts like us will go into this and be <laughs> like dang this was like real vanilla and some people may be like holy shit yeah yeah Agreed. thank god That's they didn't true. use the dildos i wouldn't have been ready <laughs> think, wait, i saw the funniest instagram post i don't know whose account it was i commented on it because it was so funny but she had her children holding this book and then like she was like disclaimer like they can't read yet like they have no idea what's <laughs> happening oh, and i thought it was god. so funny because if you don't know like the author or what it's about like it does just look like a a flirty little a cute yeah. yeah and it has like a meat cute but it was i was yeah. Dying, like she like literally put a disclaimer. I was like, my children cannot read. Like, please do not call CPS on me. It was so funny. <laughs> okay, I mean, I did look at things that we liked about the book because I feel like we've been kind of call. shaming it. But <laughs> things that we liked about the book, huh. the representation is good. Yeah. Um. However, I well, I love um plus size representation. I don't like being reminded that she was fat every single. I felt like you could have just told us that she was plus size, get over done with, and then move on. But every single page was like, I'm fat. I'm fat. I know I'm fat. Yeah. Like, it just, 
became her thing. And I feel like that was counterproductive for me. Yeah, I had the same exact thought. And I think that like, sometimes I don't say things because I'm so afraid people are going to perceive it in the wrong way. But like, I totally agree. But it's just like reading a book where it's like, I'm tired of hearing about how tiny someone is. Like, we get it. She's tiny. She's yeah. little. Like, you're going to break her in half. Like, yeah. like, like you said, just say it once. Move on. Like, it's it's great representation. But like, why? You don't got to beat, mm-hmm. beat it to death. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. let's just move on from it. So I, I had I the same like, thought. Nick, I'm cracking up. <laughs> okay, hold on. Nick said, let's talk about what we like about the book. <laughs> I mean, I'm in the same boat. I think there's also ways to talk about like being fat and being plus size without literally saying like, I'm plus size, I'm fat. Like there's ways to say it without saying it sort of thing. Yeah. And I don't think they did that in this book. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But things that Another, we did like. Yeah. <laughs> things that we did like. I thought the scene was pretty. I thought that they <laughs> made me want to visit Vermont. Uh, that was nice. Yeah. I really like <laughs> you- I really like the porn <laughs> aspect of it. I really like yeah. all of the porn characters that ended up on this movie set, but people didn't know that they were from like porns. They worked on porn sets. Yeah. That so was like funny. the one guy brings like a suitcase full of like assless chaps <laughs> and the guy's like, What am I supposed to do with these? <laughs> like there were definitely some funny moments and I think the little like tidbits of the supporting characters were probably some of the saving grace for me. Yeah, I would agree. That was funny. I agree with Nick, too. My favorite part was probably, I mean, I I love Christmas, so it did make me want to visit this town that is Christmas year-round. Like, mm-hmm. it was very, like, reminiscent of a Hallmark movie. And I, I could picture an actual Hallmark movie, like, with Lindsay Lohan with kind of, like, the cheap wardrobe, the cheap hair and makeup, like, you know, and they're just turning these movies out, like, every two weeks. Like, it was so easy for me to visualize so I think that was cool. I think they set the scene really well. And I love the map. Any book with a map, I love. Yeah. And, like, the map in the beginning was so cute. So I like that. I don't think I've ever seen, like, a romance with a map. Yeah, it's rare. I was really surprised. Usually yeah. it's, like, fantasy books or something that has, like, a map. But petition for maps. I'm in. So that <laughs> that sum up everything that we liked about the book. I tried to write down things, actually, like, talking points, like, for stuff I liked. I was going to say, I like the female empowerment and the whole positivity of a safe uh, and consensual sex work thing. Yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah. Oh, that's right, it? Yeah, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> that was all. Like, I had a point. Things I liked. <laughs> that was it. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I like that. I think there was a lot of rep. Not only was beef plus size but the what is the guy's name nolan 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 he was bisexual yeah. and then there was also oh, yeah, like some yeah. mental health rep in there um which i saw some people saying that they didn't like how the yeah. mental health mm. was portrayed so. i didn't like that part actually i yeah i know yeah. we're on things we like but i didn't like that i thought that his mom was thrown in there just for representation's sake like she was always just like yeah. calling and it just it felt so unnecessary i think like mental health is a subject that needs to be talked about and it's so important but i just i thought it was poorly done and like really poorly executed i, I wasn't a fan of that at all like we could have done without the mom in the story would have been the same he was working to support his family you know Mm -hmm. 
That's fair. That's fine. I don't have any strong thoughts about it. I feel like if we didn't have that, though, like, what would actually be happening in the book? Like, at least there was something where he had, like, something going on outside of life where he had to, like, go be with his family. But I guess, yeah, she didn't have to be bipolar. Yeah. Or, like, it could have just been, like, handled in a different way, maybe. Like, it could have just been, like, more than, like, a phone call with, like, her being, like, on the verge of a breakdown. You know, I don't know. I just, I, I didn't love that part about it. I'm trying to think of things I yeah. did like, and it's just, like, not easy. <laughs> um, I mean, I'm drawing a blank. So while we're on the topic of these little side characters, I just thought that the other two boy band members, they were just not needed. It was not necessary oh, for them to be here. With a K. There was, oh. Yeah, there was a cow with a K. There was this mopey guy that lives depressed on the guy. edge of a cliff. Yeah. And he started off being depressed. He ended the book being depressed. He did. What? Yeah, and it was really tragic because he was like, yeah, the love of my life died. And Nola was like, yeah, lol, okay, lol. moving on. <laughs> no, I just thought that, like, what was the point? What was the point of him being there? I think Honestly, I don't know. The same as the suitcase of dildos. What was the point? Like, why were they there? I mean, he was, yeah, he was just there being melodramatic. He threw his phone into a dark abyss. Um, <laughs> And we never heard from him again. Literally, so, I feel like... Julie and Sierra just had so many ideas, but they were like, we're already at 400 pages. Let's just cut a bunch of it out, but we'll just keep the little like sprinkling of it. So they know we had the ideas. I think that's you know? so true. They were like, it's already too long. We can't give the other boy band member a happy <laughs> ending. Like, he stays miserable. Like, that's yeah. all we got for him. I was going to say, like, genuinely, I don't think I disliked the book that much. I just felt bored with it. Like, I... Mm-hmm. I think I gave it three stars. I mean, to be fair, I would remember this book. Like, if someone talked to me about it three months from now, I would have thought. I would be like, yeah, this happened. Gingerbread lotion. <laughs> man being depressed, you know? So I guess in that aspect, it's not forgettable, at least in the near future. I don't it's know. unique. I will say that. The storyline is unique, I think. Like, it's <laughs> like a story within a story, you know? Like, it's a it's a... I think they had a really good concept. There just was too much going on, and I don't think they really delivered on any of it. But also, too, kind of like you said, Jess, like, I'm thinking about it when I go to do a review on, like, my personal page. Like, I don't think I'm going to rip this book to shreds. Like, I don't think that, like, I hated it. It just kind of was, like, a a subpar book. But I also think it might have impaired my reading experience a little bit that I had to read basically 400 pages in a day. Like, I just think that I was, like, or 300 pages. I was just, like over it by the end of it yeah i mean you can't blame them for that that's just really no. you being i you know i take the blame for that for sure <laughs> well you read the whole thing in a day too by by will yeah because so. i'm fucking turning pages waiting for shit to happen um, cozy vibes the fireplaces on the trees up i'm like okay here we go here we go here it's we go. coming <laughs> it, it never went <laughs> So, like, one thing I really do like about romance book is the tension. You know, you build up the tension, and then the first spicy scene hits you, and you're like, release. Oh, yeah, yeah. This one did In not more ways happen. than one. <laughs> more ways than one, but this one did not happen with me. I knew exactly when it was, because I was like, is that it? You know, because he was helping her change into a corset or something. Yeah, her stomach And he kissed is. her knee, kissed <laughs> the outside of her knee, and this woman was like, okay, yank him up. 
and started making out. And that was it. I was like, for me, this person is a porn actress that we've jerked off to for years. Number two, she's there in the corset. And the only buildup and the only opening was that you kissed her knee. Yeah, I agree. Okay, but to be fair, so childhood okay i wasn't a child i was a teenager teenage jess loved nick jonas right nick jonas was it and so if i now was trapped in a closet with nick jonas and he kissed my knee i'd be like where's priyanka fair point i heard there's a lot of nerve endings behind your knees so i don't know like I think the reason it wasn't like a whole lot of tension was because for the first hundred pages. Okay, wait, hold on. I just wanted to clarify. This was like her Nick Jonas. For those who didn't read the book or for I didn't just randomly pick up like reference Nick Jonas. Anyways. Exactly. Joe bros for life. No, but I think maturing is knowing that Kevin was always the best Joe bro. For sure. I love but that. But that is maturity. I love Kevin. He's like an unproblematic king. He is. His life. I just love it. I, I love when they had this show and his yeah. wife was so shy and their like daughters are so cute. He was the best. And Nick and Joe, they could kick rocks. That's I, I do love Nick Jonas still. I'm not going <laughs> to Joe. <laughs> not a Nick girl. Yeah, I've always loved Nick, and Kevin is actually like a contractor now. So, you move yeah. to New Jersey and get your house done. Maybe Kevin Jonas will show up. I'm gonna do Perfect. that. Putting that on my bucket list. <laughs> um, Excellent. but to put to come back to what Nick was saying though about how there like there was no really tension. Like that's the best part of a romance book is mm-hmm. when you first get to that scene, you're like, finally, it's happening. I don't think there was any tension because the whole time all he talked about and all he did was like joke, jerk off to like the idea of her. So I feel like he, yeah. it, like he already did it. Like he are, like he he was able to see her, watch videos of her. Like I feel like there really wasn't any build up. Like it's just like all he had to do was stick it in and call it a day. He had everything else. He had like years of foreplay. So I don't know. That's what I think. I just was like, okay. This book should have been called Gingerbread Jerk Off. Instead, <laughs> I think I'm gonna message Julie and Sierra. And say, um, I think I think it needs a title change. That's perfect. <laughs> also, can we be reminded that they only knew each other for two weeks? Yeah, I mean, it feels like a long time, but it was only two weeks. It felt like for it felt like four years, to be honest with you. For us, it felt like four years for us, but like it was two weeks. <laughs> Well, yeah, not they, they were, were ready obsessed to get married. with each other, though. I didn't like that. They were they were already so obsessed with the idea of each other. So I think then after knowing each, mm-hmm. each other for two weeks, they were like, "This is it. We're end game." And I I don't like insta love. Just knows that like insta love's not not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't mind insta love. Really? <laughs> I mean, I feel like insta love. <laughs> really, Josh? Yeah. What do you think? Really? I was gonna say that like insta love is kind of in the same realm as pregnancy trope and like no one really likes insta love. I love a pregnancy I trope. I love a pregnancy trope. Do you really? I love a pregnancy <laughs> trope. Have a baby. I love it. Oh my. Okay. Specifically well, a secret. Okay. 
pregnancy trope. I live for it. I don't even care um, if it's secret. Tell the whole world, but I love that it's like a one night stand and they know nothing about each other. I love that. And they shit. end up with a baby. I feel like insta love is better than insta lust, though. And I feel this book was insta lust. Yeah, like, you know what I mean? They even talk about <laughs> nothing. Like, absolutely nothing. And I thought it was kind of weird that she was next door doing her OnlyFans thing. And he was jerking off live <laughs> while she was next door. Do you remember this? That's all he... Yes. Like she was doing the... She was masturbating live. And then he was literally watching it in the next room. And I, I just... I, the more we talk Didn't about it... Yeah. Door. What's that? Didn't he show up at her hotel room? And he was like... No, yeah. that was another one. That oh was another one. She posted a picture. And she was all like... When you want someone you can't have. Was she he really in the picture? <laughs> no. Was he in the picture, though? Because there was another thing, too. Jess and I talked about this in another episode. I don't like when the scene is not set. Like, I don't know where the people are. Right. I don't know, like, what yeah. she's really describing. And I think there were so many times in this book that, like, while I could picture, like, the actual setting in the town and stuff like that and their wardrobe, I couldn't picture, like, what they were talking about. Like, when they were, like, their internal, like dialogue i was like what what is happening mm-hmm. is he in the picture did he have sex at an actual circus or was it the olympics how did they like i don't know there was a lot of parts i was so confused on i do not remember the circus sex but you could both have said it a lot so i feel <laughs> like i <laughs> okay wait maybe it wasn't circus sex, but there were circus people yes. in that sex scene at the olympics and it was the entire backstory like that was why he was a bad boy and he had to kind of revamp his image because oh. he had that circus sex thing Okay, do you remember question. This? I actually, now that you're saying it, I do remember this. Did he, was he actually a part of that sex scandal or was he not even involved? I was confused I by that too. He was. Because I know. He was and what? that's how we found out he was bisexual because there were two guys and a girl. And like, I think the two guys were in the Olympics and the, like, it was very confusing. I but I know he, he was showed up because she was sick. Yeah. So was that a lie? I could not figure it out was that something to throw that diamond guy off or you know that was really no, confusing that to was me. true it was true that she was sick she was gonna tell him right did we read this book <laughs> i thought he was actually in it and i'm i thought that was like the whole backstory maybe i just skipped a lot like no, that was out. that's what he was saying because and everybody was blaming her for like blaming him for corrupting this olympian and like ruining her career but then he said that you know, it wasn't actually his fault. Like, he showed up to her room because she was sick and couldn't call anybody. And he was, like, carrying her away naked because she was throwing up. I don't remember. No, but also, like, why didn't she say that in the beginning? Yeah. You know? So, at the end, I was really confused as to what actually happened, what that whole resolution was. <laughs> it was very confusing. So We did read the book, yeah. guys. If you're listening, we read it. I finished it last <laughs> We read it. I was just confused. Yeah. I think, I I mean, that, I think, I don't have anything else to say about this book. I will say, number one, it did not meet my expectations. I really had high expectations for it. And it just kind of fell flat. Like, it didn't fall below (laughs) flat, like underground, just flat. (laughs) It wasn't inverted, just. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think that's the general consensus. 
least on my end. Yeah. Like, I didn't hate it. I certainly wouldn't, like, rave about it. There's also, too, like I said, I'm really into, like, the holiday reads this year. And I think everyone is, like, super excited about this being a holiday read. And it really wasn't. I mean, there was nothing to me that, like, gave me that, like, Christmas feeling. And, like, it just was more, like, kind of, like, winter to me. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think that's something maybe, too. Did they even celebrate Christmas? I think he went home. Yes, they couldn't go okay. home for Christmas. So it was Christmas time. There was also a strip club named after a Christmas theme, which I can't. The North Pole. The North Pole, yeah. And the dancer was Prancer. Remember Prancer? They were all named after reindeer. I love that. I actually did think that was cheeky. So that was a confusing scene for me as well. Who was she taking pictures of? Who was getting a lap dance? I don't know. They were both getting lap dances. They got refunded, though, because she couldn't give one of them a lap dance. Because she had to go, or they had to go. I don't... Oh, the trolley was leaving, so they got a refund. The one trolley in the town. (laughs) Guys, I read this book weeks ago. I'm really proud of me. I'm just I'm proud of you, too, Jess. This is really impressive. Yeah. (laughs) You see, does this feel like a fever dream? Like, did that happen? What what book is a fever dream? I think... Real quick, the last thing I have to say about the book is I read a good read review and someone was like their voices sounded so uh, like similar because it was a dual point of view. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that I read that because there was one part that I was reading a chapter and I thought that I was reading from her point of view. But then like he mentioned his sick mom and I was like, oh, this this must be Nolan. So like I I couldn't like differentiate between them. And I didn't like piece that together until I read that review. And I was like, you know, like, yeah, they did really sound familiar. Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Did you guys think that at all? Honestly, I didn't think much of the whole book. I was like, whatever. <laughs> no names. Whatever, you know. I forget her name already. Her name's I'm B. Like, B. Bianca, yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. I think let's just end it on a like on a good note here. So let's just remind everybody that everybody has differing opinions on books. Just because we were not the biggest fans of this books doesn't mean it's not a good book. Doesn't mean you shouldn't read it if you haven't. Doesn't mean if you liked it, you're wrong. So <laughs> we just yeah. all happen to actually yeah. agree for once in our lives. Um, and I take that as a W. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally agree. As always, we always say with everything, it's so subjective. Like every book you read, every trope you like, anything. So if you read and liked this book, I think that's great. Like I, it's a cute book to like, so that's awesome. But if you're listening to this and thinking like, oh my God, these girls don't have good taste. Again, subjective. We have great taste. So <laughs> I, I probably don't have the best taste in books. <laughs> I mean, I would like to think that I do. I'm... Probably completely wrong, but everyone's entitled to their wrong opinions. So. I mean, yeah, that's true. Everybody just live your life. But that's yeah. I mean, books are difficult to write, and I think props to everyone who has ever written a book. Um, but yeah, this one was this one was you know a miss for it me, was what but it, it might be a win for someone else. There we go. I love that. Okay, yeah. so before we outro, Nick, every week. We do a segment called Bookmarked. I don't know if you're familiar or not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think you did enter one. I feel like I did. I okay. did. Yeah. So anyways, Bookmark is essentially we pick a random part in the podcast and we kind of turn it into a little quiz because we're sluts for quizzes. So 
Um, do you want to pick our bookmark this week? It can be anything that we talked about. Any question. Oh, God. It could be funny, silly, goofy, no matter yeah. what. Okay, let's go with <laughs> the name of the strip club. I love that. No, wait. I'm, yeah, let's go with the name of the strip club. I feel like that sums up the whole That's book. perfect. Agreed. Okay. So the bookmark yeah. that Nick picked was what was the name of the strip club that they went and visited? In a merry little meek. Did whatever they did. Slide yeah. into our DMs over at Friends with Books Pod and let us know the answer, and you could win a small special prize. It could be a book, it could be a coffee, it could be, of course, a picture of M's boobs. So, yeah, if you're lucky. Oh my gosh, I know what I want. I, I don't send them often, maybe for Christmas. We'll see. <laughs> But I guess we can say that we are officially friends with a merry little meet cute. I would kind of friends, I guess. But <laughs> and also friends with booked with Nick. Yes, Yay! best of friends. We are so happy that she joined us. We had a lot of fun. Um, and if you like this episode and want to continue reading along, make sure you follow us over on our Instagram at Friends with Books Pod. We post a lot of spoilers and what's coming up so go ahead over there and follow us yes and thank you thank you thank you times a million to nick for being our first and amazing amazing yes. guest thank you so much for having me we would love to have you back whenever you want to come back this was such a blast and it was so fun to just get to chat with you i know um, i feel like I know. Yeah, we've I, we've never chatted like face to face. So this was nice, nice surprise. And we hope you have a great work day. Um, but yeah, that's all we have for for everybody listening. Um, make sure you subscribe to the pod. Give us a rating if you like what you hear. And uh-huh. we'll see you next week. Yes. Woo-hoo. Bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs>